that to be true, that he is faithful to the end, amen. In every circumstance, he's faithful to the end, amen. What a pleasure it is to serve the Lord this evening, amen. To see each and every one of your smiling faces, amen. What a wonderful thing to be smiling in 2020 and the, the most darkest of days to be smiling is a huge thing. And, Amen. So we're just happy to be here in the house of the Lord this evening, and we just want to enter into his courts with praise and thanksgiving in our heart. We're certainly grateful for all the things that he is doing for us, and I want to be remembering our pastors. He'll be speaking here shortly. Brother Biscoe's there, and the Lord certainly blessed and poured out his spirit this morning. We're expecting the same thing here this evening, and we're asking that, that you'd remember the Melton family in prayer and and uh, they're very near to us, and they're very, they're very much our family. And so we just want to lift them up in prayer, and we know that God's got everything in his control. And we pray that the Son of Righteousness would rise with healing in his wings and comfort their hearts this evening. Amen. It's certainly a privilege to have Brother Zach Frazier here with us this evening. I want to say how much we love you and appreciate you, a dear friend to us. And Amen. You take care of that woman on your left-hand side there, so, so, that's right, take care of mama, amen, 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 it's good to be in the house of the Lord this evening, amen, if you have your Bibles this evening, we'll, we'll turn over to the book of Matthew, chapter 1 and verse 23, and then John chapter 1 and verse 14, same portion of scripture that we read from last night. speak to the author of the word this this evening. Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we humble ourselves before your great August presence, Lord, just now. And Lord, we just want to, Lord, we want you to hear our voice crying through the blood, Father. Lord, we pray that you would shelter us under your wings, Father, and we pray that, that the God of all healing God of all comfort would come and touch our lives just now. Father, you're the Prince of Peace. And Lord, we know that truly this world will not receive peace until the Prince of Peace comes. And Lord, we're just thankful to have that peace in our hearts this evening. And everything could be discombobulated around us, but to realize that the God of all heaven is, is right here amongst us this evening. And Lord, what a sacred hour that we're living in. And so, Father, we want to be so diligent, Father, Lord, to seek your face that while you may be found. And, Lord, we want to call upon you, Father, and ask, God, that you would touch our lives. Lord, we see every person that is here, every household that is represented. And we pray your blessings be upon your children tonight. Lord, we've gathered to hear from you, not from a man. And so we ask that you'd speak from heaven today, minister to our lives, Lord, and we'll be careful to serve you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23. The Bible says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. That's a pretty astounding statement right there. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. John chapter 1 and verse 14 
as you're turning there, just to think about that, that, that a mortal man just like you and I, made out of the 16 elements just like you and I, would speak those words 800 years before the Virgin Mary was on earth. I'd say that there were, there were questions that were involved with his ministry. I'm sure that there were things that, that went around. And also we understand that there were, there were people that believed that, that here Isaiah's prophecy, maybe, maybe, this, maybe every person around was thinking, maybe this is me, maybe this is my daughter, maybe this is my wife, maybe this. They were looking for it. And I believe that as, as children of God, we're looking for things to come to pass in this hour. And I believe that we're here. I believe this is the, I believe this is the, the last people. We know this is the last church age, but I believe that the young people that are here and every person here is a people that is getting ready to witness the greatest event that has ever took place on the face of the earth. We're a people that are getting ready to take a body change. Amen. John chapter 1 and verse 14. And I don't want you, as I read this, I don't want you to just think of Jesus, but I want you to think of Jesus right now. I want you to see yourself in this scripture. I'm asking you to do something that is beyond what science has said. I'm asking you to do something that is beyond even what the church realm says. I'm asking you to read this scripture as if God is speaking of a people right now, speaking of you. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and of truth. Amen. May God bless his word. You may be seated. Amen. I don't believe that's too far-fetched, but I believe that we are the people of this word. In the Pergamon church age, if the brothers could put that up for us, the members of the virgin bride will love him. Are we, are we on? Thank you, thank you. The, vir, the members of the virgin bride will love him. Do you love him tonight? And they will have his potentials. For he is their head. Say he's our head. And all power belongs to him. They are subject to him as the members of our bodies are subject to our heads. Now notice the harmony of the Father and the Son. Jesus never did anything until it was first showed him by the Father. In John five nineteen. you see that. This harmony is now to exist between the groom and his bride. What a beautiful harmony that is. He shows her his word of life. She receives it. She never doubts it. She never doubts it. She never doubts it. She never doubts it. Therefore, nothing can harm her, not even death. For if the seed be planted, the water will raise it up again. Here is the secret of this. The word is in the bride as it was in Mary. The bride has the mind of Christ for she knows what he wants done with the word. She performs the command of the word in his name for she has, thus saith the Lord. Then the word is quickened by the spirit and it comes to pass like a seed that is planted in water. It comes to full harvest serving its purpose. Those in the bride do only his will. Not their will, not the people's will, but his will. No one can make them do otherwise. They have thus saith the Lord or they keep still. 
They know that it has to be God in them doing the works, fulfilling his own word. He did not complete all of his work while here, while in his earthly ministry. So now he works in and through the bride. His church is himself revealed. And it is, and it is expressed by the word itself. It is God. And you see that the church is God. It is God revealed. It is his word that is being expressed in this hour. I believe that's why we read those scriptures and we put our name there. That because I believe that we are seeing ourselves in the Bible. You see, if all you see is David and if all you see is Job and, and Noah and if you do not find yourself there, what, what are we doing in this hour? We're not just talking about a God of history. We're talking about a God right now. A God that is taking on human flesh just like he did 2,000 years ago in the form of his son when he came here. And we are watching that God, the great God, Elohim, become flesh again in this hour. And the things that we have witnessed even in our own community or in our own local church here, that are the things that we have watched before our eyes, the transformations of, of souls and the, watch the, how the dead have been raised amongst us. We realize that this is him. These are the things that he promised. The reason why we believe these things and we see these things is because his Bible has told us, his living word has told us that these things were going to come to pass and that's exactly what is happening right in this hour. We are living in the hours of the manifestations of the sons of God. And this is a people and a bride who understands their position. You see, Sister Katie can work and operate in my home as my wife because she is exactly that. And you as the wife, as the queen of heaven, have the ability to operate in a realm that no other church can operate in because you're his wife. So you see these things in operation, the manifestation of miracles and healings and, and divine miracles that are taking place. The reason why these things are operating is because you know your position you you know who you are you have thus saith the Lord or you keep still and, and you know sister Katie can go in there and she can mix up all kinds of cakes and, and make all kinds of different goodies for me and maybe they're not necessarily good for me but they're goodies you know but she has the ability to go in there I, I have the ability to sit there and watch her bake me that cake and put that frosting on top of it and make me gain five pounds by just looking at it but I am watching her maybe she thinks that I'm just sitting there watching her and I enjoy doing that as well but I'm also watching her in her position are you with me I'm watching her operate in her position as a wife and she's not, I, I never forced her to make me a cake. I never forced her to cook me Alfredo or make a steak or whatnot. But she is operating in her office as a wife. How much more about the queen of heaven when you are operating a realm that, that nobody else knows about and, and they think, well, maybe they're just an oddball. Or may, you know, actually, actually we are oddballs to the world, but we are operating in a realm we're not from this world. We came from God and to God we shall return. This earth is not my home. I'm just a passing through. You see, we're operating in this realm of the natural, but we were birthed for a heavenly place. You are in God's mind, not 
to, not to go through turmoil, not to go through trials. Those things are going to come. But the prophet said that we bypass our theophany to come into this world to be tempted by sin. There's got to be somebody that operates in this realm that overcomes this age. I wonder if I'm talking to such a lady tonight that knows where she's standing, knows who she is, knows what she's capable of. You're not asking too much. Your heavenly husband is the God of heaven, the God that created the sun, the moons, and the stars, and you have the ability to change situations. Hallelujah. We're here. We're living in Bible days again. Are you with me? We're living in Bible days again and this is a continuation of the book of Acts. The Spirit has given life and quickened the word that was spoken to us in this hour by a restored word and it is bringing these things to come to pass. This ain't a show. This is God. I'm not trying to pump you up tonight. I'm just telling you who you are. You see, it's okay if somebody reminds me I'm a Spencer and it don't offend me. Because I'm a Spencer. I know who I am. It don't offend me when somebody calls me the son of Ron Spencer because that's who I am. I'm his son. It does not offend me when people tell me and look at me as a son of God because that's exactly who I am. I'm not asked of too much of myself because that is who I am. I am stepping into the potentials that he hath ordained us to be standing in this hour. This ain't a show, this is God. You are in God's mind before the world began and you are here playing out the drama. This ain't a show, the miracles that you're seeing. This ain't a show like you would see in, in men's ministries like A.A. A. Allen. How that he would, he would try to create, he would try to create miracles just to stir people's faith. Perry Green caught him one time when he was, he was there in a meeting and there was A.A. A. Allen said, now this man right here hasn't walked for 20 years. He's not walked for 20 years and he was laying there in a cot and A.A. Allen reached over and grabbed that sheet off of him and that man was fully dressed, had his shoes on and he took off running. Perry Green caught him in this act and he asked him about it and A.A. Allen said, well, yeah, you know, that, that is true, Brother Perry Green. He said, but look how it blessed the people, how it stirred their, their hearts and their faith to go and believe in a God that can do those things. It was just a circus act. But I am not introducing you to a circus act. I am introducing you to the most genuine message that's ever struck the face of the earth. You ain't got to make this up. This is reality. This is thus saith the Lord. These things are promised to us. You look at the ministry of this day and you see, you see Brother Branham's ministry when he was standing there. And there was a man by the name of Upshaw. He was a congressman, had a, had a, a great and a, a, a major, a major distinguished career in his life. He even ran for president. And how he, how he'd went through life and he had, had, hadn't, hadn't walked since he was 18 years old. He was crippled for 66 years. He got hurt in a farming accident when he fell off a hay wagon and he broke his back. But there in a moment of time, when thus saith the Lord was spoken, he said, Mr. Upshaw, 
Do you have a red suit? And here Mr. Upshaw was wearing a blue suit. And Mr. Upshaw says, matter of fact, I do. I just bought it. He said, well, thus saith the Lord, you're healed. Rise up and walk. Hallelujah. And he walked until he died. What was it? It was genuine that these were the things of God. When you look at Florence Nightingale Sherlock, how that she had dropped all the way down to 50 pounds when diseases had robbed her of her strength. And she, she sent word, oh, let, let Brother Branham come here. I'll pay, I'll pay for these things. I'll pay for the tickets to come here. He said, I can't do it. I've already got former commitments that are made here. And when she found out that William Branham was moving, he was flying over to England to preach there and, and to go abroad, she bought a ticket, got on a plane, and she was almost gone. And she went to a spot that her, that her veins were so low that the nurse that was traveling with her could no longer get the needle in her veins to feed her from a, from a bag. She'd went so low. Now anybody can say you're healed, but when you say, thus saith the Lord, and all of a sudden you go, you go from 50 pounds to a lady that's dying to a woman that is, that is, that is seen as a 155 pound woman, completely whole. Anybody can say you're healed, but then for a miracle to take place, for thus saith the Lord to be spoken over somebody that you wouldn't give a nickel for their life and watch them resurrect. I'd say that this is God that is amongst us. This is not a show. This is Elohim at work. This is what he does. Hallelujah. Miracles. Miracles are not, miracles are not extra and ordinary to God. They're ordinary to him. They're just natural. They come natural to him because he's God. We talk about these things. And we think, my, if we could just see those things again. We could see those things, how it would build our faith. I want to show you a miracle. An absolute miracle. Sister Julia, would you stand for me? All right, there's a miracle. Satan swore that he'd destroy her and packing on the inside of her soul is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's a miracle. So now you have seen a miracle. God bless you. Well, you say, I didn't see that. But I want you to know that you came in this world. You were born in this world with a nature. With a nature to do after sin and go after sin. And all of a sudden, something came and stopped the devil's plans. That turned that nature that would make you run after the enemy. That would make you do ungodly things. And all of a sudden, because a meeting with him, you no longer thirst after the things of the world, but you long, you long for the things of God. I smoke all I want to, and I drink all I want to. And I ain't took a drink, and I ain't smoked one bit of dope for the last 13 years because I haven't wanted to. He came. And he took every bit of that desire away from me. I'm talking about a God that is. A God that's living. A God that's with us. These things are a paradox. They're incredible, but true. This is him. The Bible says in Hebrews 1 that God, who at sundry times... And in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets. 
hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, and by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. What is Paul trying to do? He is trying to show that God purposed all things in Christ and that Christ was the express image of God. It is his word that upholds all things. That Greek word uphold, it means, the Greek word of that of upholding is phero, and it means to bring, to bear forth, to come, to reach, to endure, and to carry. It is to carry some burden, to bear with oneself, and to move by bearing, or to be conveyed, conveyed with a suggestion of force or speed. I want to tell you that God's got this. It is His Word that carries your burdens. It is His Word that takes care of you. It is His Word that upholds you when you don't feel like you can go a mile on. He's got this, Brother Shannon. If He got the book in there, He'll bring the results. He's got this. It ain't for me to figure out. All I know is that there is a God that is backing up His Word. This ain't some side show that we're trying to introduce and that we're trying to say that the pillar of fire is here trying to get your minds to imagine a God that was. He's here. He's right here, right now. And we're going to watch him perform the miracles that he said that he would do. God is with us and he's going to perform miracles. Prepare, Sister Stephanie. Hallelujah. All we got to do is get ready for it. What God is doing in the natural, He is speaking of in the spiritual. Hallelujah. God's got this. He's the one that upholds you. It's His Word that upholds all things. You could better stop the sun. You could stop the sun quicker than you could stop this because God foreordained it before the world began. And he said in Matthew 24, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. The church has tried to stop it. Science has tried to stop it. Atheists has tried to stop it. Critics has tried to stop it. Skeptics have tried to stop it. But they cannot stop the word of God, nor his program, nor his people, nor his wife. Go ahead and give God praise this evening. Hallelujah. This is him. Atheists may rise and skeptics may stand. Ages may turn, but God Almighty is still Jehovah Jireh. He can provide a sacrifice regardless of how deep you've stooped in sin. He's still Jehovah Jireh. The Lord provides and he will provide a sacrifice. No matter how sick you are, I want you to say this, he's still Jehovah Jireh. No matter how bad off you are, he's still Jehovah Jireh. No matter what the doctor said, no matter what the people said, he's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide in an instant of time the sacrifice that is needed. Hallelujah. He's God. He's the one that is amongst us. 
Hallelujah. He's the one that gives the vision. He's the one that brings it to pass. I ain't concerned about it. It come to pass. If it said it's going to walk down that aisle, it's going to walk down that aisle. Hallelujah. If they said that it's going to come back, exactly what's going to happen, they're going to come back. Hallelujah. If it said that there was going to be a bride that would stand on earth, that would be without spot, be without blemish, I don't care what the devil tries to do to us. The bride will be exactly what the word said it would do because God is with us. It's God's commandment. This is God's promise. You may think I'm far off tonight. I'm not too far off. Check me by the Bible. You look at Abraham on the mountain and he began to look back being a prophet. He can look back when he's got Isaac up there. He's got his only son up there on the mountain and God is requiring a sacrifice. Hallelujah. He needed Jehovah Jireh that day. But he being a prophet could look back to the day that he met the voice that had spoke with him all of those years. And here he is. He's watching a man a man made out of the same flesh as you and I come walking down his street. Come walking down there. You see, God needed to step in human flesh to speak with his son Abraham. And what he did is he grabbed some dirt and he grabbed some 16 elements of the earth and he went and he blew himself a body and here that theophany that had spoke with him now steps into that body. And he grabs two angels and he says, you step into the bat, that body. You step into that body. We're going to meet my son. He just changed his name from Abram to Abraham. And here comes a man walking down the street. Got dirt all over his feet. Amen. Got dust all over his clothes. Amen. And here this God, hallelujah, this Melchizedek ate of the calf, drank milk, and had some cornbread to eat while Abraham was serving him communion. Woo, hallelujah. And he's standing there with his back towards the tent. And he said, I am going to a point, I am coming to you in an appointed time that I'm going to change your body. I promised you that you were going to have a son and I want you to get ready. And Sarah laughed in the tent behind him and here this God says, this man, if you can believe it, man, just like you and I, stepped in human flesh. And he says, why did Sarah laugh? Why did Sarah laugh behind me? Because she thought she was too old to have pleasure with her Lord. And she denied it. She denied that she laughed up her arm sleeve. Laughed about her having pleasure with the Lord again. Whoo, hallelujah. She denied it. He said, but nay, she laughed. Here was Melchizedek telling her the very secrets of her heart. What we watching this day? I'm going to turn my back to the audience now and to see if the same angel is still here now. I see a, I see a lady. She's, her faith is pulling me. Her name is Mrs. Wiley. She's been attacked by the enemy. We watch this same messiah sign this day. This scripture is fulfilled. He's not left you here alone. God is with us. But Abraham could look back as he's on that mountain and he says, God's with me. 
God's got this. When I can't figure it out how Isaac's going to raise again, I still will slay my own son. And God provided a sacrifice. Hallelujah. When there was nobody else worthy, there was a lamb that stood up for you. When you couldn't stand up for yourself, somebody stood up for you. Hallelujah, when everybody else was criticizing our Lord, he was standing up for Dolores Grimm. When everybody else was talking about him, he was standing up for Tom Hill. Woo, hallelujah. It's his word that upholds all things. He bears all things. It's he that's been speaking to us. If all you see today and all you hear today is me, you have missed it. If all you seen was a man, you missed it. But you've got to hear that voice behind the voice that makes that voice come to life, makes this word live. If he wasn't with me, there's no way that I'd stand up in front of you. If I didn't believe that the God that changed my soul and transformed my vessel and made me a new creature, there's no way that I'd stand up in front of you people and try to proclaim a God that was dead. I don't have to do that tonight. I'm not telling you about a God that died 2,000 years ago. I'm talking about a God that raised 2,000 years ago. Then he came back in the form of a pillar of fire and filled 120 vessels on the day of Pentecost. That's exactly what God is wanting to do. He's wanting to fill your life. That's God's strategy is to fill empty vessels and shake the world by. How about it, young people? Come on, somebody. How about it? Will you let God's strategy go to work in your life? The reason why you're here is because God said so. The reason why there's a Sunday day is because God said so. The reason why you come to this message because God said so. The reason why you're blessed to hear this message is because God said so. The reason why there is an anointing on your life is because God said so. Hallelujah. When the children of Israel were there in the land of Moab and they pitched there, they pitched there in the plains of Moab and the Moabites were afraid because they seen what the God of Israel had done to the Amorites, to the king Sion and Og. They'd watch those things and, and they would begin to get afraid because they were camping out in their backyard. I'd say all hell's nervous. All hell's nervous because you're camping out down here still. Hallelujah. You're not planning to leave until the body change. You may, you may enjoy talking about death and you may enjoy the idea of dying, but I sure don't enjoy the idea of dying. God is not the God of the dead. God is the God of the living. I don't like to talk about being put in a casket, though if God makes me go by that way, that's exactly the way I'll go. I ain't got no choice. But I tell you one thing, there is something that I desire as a Christian to experience with everything that's within me. I desire to experience the transformation of this body. Brother Branham said it would sting just a little bit, but you'll be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. A body that will not fade away, a body that will not perish. That God's packing. He's packing the victory home today. It's this word that will change our mortal bodies. I'm going to be gone. 
Hallelujah. That's why hell hates you. Because you believe it. And you're the people. But here the Moabites were afraid. They were afraid because they were camping out in their backyard. But you see, they weren't accustomed to the voice. They weren't accustomed to the voice like the children of Israel were. Because God had told Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 2 and 9, Distress not the Moabites, nor contend with them in battle. They didn't have nothing to worry about because God had told them not to do it. But here they are, and because of this fear that is upon them, the king Balak of Moab, the Moab, he, because of this fear that they're going to come in and encroach on his land, overtake his land, that he raises up a hireling prophet by the name of Balaam. And Balaam was only concerned with fame, money, and popularity. I'd say we got a whole lot of hireling prophets in the land today that's only concerned with money, fame, and popularity. I could care less if you ever know my name, but as long as you know the God that's on the inside, that's the only fame that I'm worried about. Balak hired out Balaam to go out there and curse the children of Israel. But how can you curse what God has blessed? So how, even though hell may be against you, how can they curse you when God's already commanded a blessing upon you? Are you with me this evening? And Balaam stood up there. He should have known better. When your donkey goes to talking to you, you better watch out. I got to be careful right there. Some of you know it's okay. Balaam, I'm still human. I'm not going to explain it. Balaam tried to stop Israel. He tried his very best to stop Israel, but he couldn't stop God's program. And Balak hired him out to curse Israel, but instead of cursing them, he blessed them. And the Bible said in Numbers 23 and 19 that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he said and, and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received a commandment to bless, and he hath blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He hath not beheld the iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen the perverseness in Israel. The Lord, his God, is with him. The shout of the king is among them. We are serving a God that has blessed us and cannot reverse it. The shout of the king is in our camp. The message of the king is in our midst. Hallelujah, he is restoring his wife to her full position. And it is this restored word that God in flesh is in a person of his bride and is restoring all things. We are serving a God that lives and rules and reigns in the hearts of his children. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God, so stop going around breathing the devil's lies. Stop going around and saying what the devil told you. The devil said this and the devil said that. You know the devil's a liar, so stop whispering those lies from your voice and start confessing what God said about you. 
Start confessing these things. God snapped a picture of you before the foundation of the world. And he knew every aspect and every characteristic. How fat you be. How skinny you be. How tall you be. How short you be. How beautiful you be. And how ugly you be. God knew everything about you. I had to hand out on the ugly part. But God knew everything about you. All of your characteristics. And you may think that all of these things that are going on is going to mess up God's plan. God snapped a picture of you before the foundation of the world. And what he thought of you then is what you will be. He knew what you were. He ain't excited about all your mistakes. He ain't excited about your failures. God knew what you were before he chose you. Hallelujah. You may fall in sin today. Get back up. You may fall in sin tomorrow. Get back up. Congressman Upshaw's motto in life was let nothing discourage you and never give up. If a man that was 66 years crippled in that condition, how much more as sons and daughters of God should we rise to the occasion to never give up and let nothing discourage us? He saw us before the foundation of the world and that's exactly what we're going to be. I know you get tore up. You're in the flesh. You're in flesh. You get tore up because you, 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 you say something wrong. You do something wrong and you displease the Lord. I'm not making an excuse for sin but I'm just reminding you that while you're in this world there are going to be troubles and turmoils and you are going to get down on yourself. There's going to be times when you're displeased with yourself. But I want you to grab this picture of an 18 or 21 year old man or woman that God snapped of you before the foundation of the world. I want you to see that person. When you get displeased, God is still going to have the exact development of what he thought of you before the foundation of the world. You may get sick. You may get cancer. You may get all kinds of things that are ailments that are wrong with you. But that will not destroy the picture that God took. So let sickness come. Let, let turmoil come. What can separate me from the image that God ordained me to be? The Bible said I was ordained. And I happen to believe it. The Bible said that I was blessed to be standing here and I believe it. <sighs> Hallelujah. You get down on yourself. I'm going to give you some words to speak. I want you to speak them till you believe them. You can write them down if you want to. It'd probably be good for you. If you ain't got a pen, just go ahead and get your phone. I know you got it in your hand anyway. Write it down. You're going to need it someday. I am a word person. And the orchestra says, I am a spiritual gene of God. I come to give light to this word. Am I speaking too fast for you? Right? So, okay. All right. How y'all doing out there? Come to give light to this word. Everybody ready? 
I am a word being. I know you got that one down faster. I came at this time to manifest the image of God. And the Holy Ghost has control. The Holy Ghost has control. So I'm going to ask you, do you believe that? All right, you can stop writing for a minute. Tomorrow morning when you don't feel this anointing, I want you to look over these. I want you to remind yourself of these. When fear comes, I want you to remind yourself of these. God is with us, and we're going to see miracles. So if we're going to see miracles, we've got to stop saying what the devil says. If we're going to see miracles, Brother Tom, we've got to stop saying what the devil says. Are you with me? We've got to stop whispering lies of the devil and start speaking what God has said. We're going to see miracles. Sister Gabrielle, we're going to see miracles, so we're going to say what the Word says. No matter how I feel, no matter how my emotions are on, how we're going on the roller coaster, we may feel up one day, we may go down one day, we may be up the next day, maybe down the next day, maybe up, maybe down, maybe up, maybe down on a roller coaster of life, but just thank God that you're on the roller coaster. Get back up. Monday morning, Tuesday morning, I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God. I'm an heir of God. I'm anointed of God. I'm chosen of God. I'm elected of God. I was born to live this day. I was born to overcome. I was not born to survive. I was born to live it out. I was born for the rapture. I was born for this message. I was born for this word. The Holy Ghost is mine. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Healing is mine. Deliverance is mine. Power is mine. The Holy Ghost is mine. Families, family is yours. Let it be restored in the name of Jesus. Let it flow. Let it come. That's his word. I'm not speaking to you something afar off. Let it come. Let it come to pass. God's with us and we will see miracles. The supernatural is just going to happen. You're going to believe it and you're going to walk into it. Prodigals coming back, daughters coming back, sons coming back, health coming back. Your mind coming back. Stop giving in to the lies of the devil. And start speaking what God thought of you. the picture you got the picture God does so stop beating yourself up there's a blood for you yeah you did something wrong there's a blood for you yeah you got on the wrong website don't get on it again get the Holy Ghost stop beating yourself up over the things that you did Yeah, you can beat yourself up for rolling up joints. Stop beating yourself up about it. There's a blood for you. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be standing here. But I believe that this blood is so perfect. 
Hallelujah. The body had to die so that he could wash you. And not only wash you, but forgive you. But not only forgive you, justify you. And make you so perfect as if you never done it in the first place. Hallelujah. Go ahead and drop it in that bleach. Go ahead. When it's dropped in that bleach, it breaks up every chemical of sin. You see, the reason why Satan don't want you confessing your sins is the prophet said that it went back on top of the devil's head. And it goes on his record. I'd say confess all of your sins. Get right with God. Get the baptism of the Holy Ghost and let the devil pay for every bit of sin. Give it back to the devil. You weren't put here to sin in the first place. You were put here to live it out. Satan, you will not hold me. You will not bind me. I am birthed of God. You're a son. Live like a son. Speak like a son. It's natural for me to live like a Spencer. Act like a Spencer. Perform like a Spencer because I am that. But more than a Spencer, you're a son of God. As a son of God, we fight. We don't back up. Neither do we back down. We fight. He is the one that shelters us under his wings. He's the one that fights our battles. He's the one that wins our wars. And it will be he, the mighty man of war, again that will win this battle. You're going to go through battles this year. And I want you to know it's going to be he that wins this battle. And the prophet said, you watched him as a healer, now watch him as a warrior. And if any people of God has prepared to go into battle, full gospel lighthouse, you have been prepared to take your giants down. I don't care what you face, it may hurt you, it may sting, but there are future things in your life that you don't know about. But if God be for me, who can be against me? Hallelujah. You got to start living instead of your emotions, start living from the word. Yeah, you want to get healed, but stop living from your emotion and start living from the word. It is not your emotion that heals you. You can dance in the spirit. You can shout in the spirit, but your emotion will not save you. It's the word. Hallelujah. I've seen a lot of people get emotional about what God is doing and get excited and shout and let off like a steam coming out of a, have a steamroller going down the tracks, but it never did one thing good for them. But when the person of life lives on the inside of it, it's no more emotion, it's him. Brother Tim Pruitt sent me this this week. He said, I'm a son of God. I'm God's son robed with the Holy Ghost with a holy boldness that can cast Satan out or go before the throne at any time. I'm equipped, empowered, and given authority as adopted son having full status as his offspring and fully authorized to use the name of Jesus for any need at any time. We believe we're believers. We have been trained for this moment like this. This is not a drill. This is the real battle. And we will win. Tell your neighbor, we will win. Let's stand. 
Just get ready. I can feel a part 14 coming. God's with us. And we will win. We ain't worked up about it. We know where we are. We know where we stand. We're sons of God. We will see miracles. Greater than a gallstone is the God that's living on the inside of the soul. This is a God that's real. Stop flirting with the devil's tactics. Stop dancing around with his tactics and give in to God. So many people get worked up on this has got to happen, this has got to happen, this has got to happen, this has got to happen before this comes to pass. God's got this. The only one worked up about it is you. God ain't worked up about your healing. It's already done. He ain't worked up about it. He ain't nervous about it. You know, you can all see Brother Ron right now talking about Brother Homer saying God ain't in no crisis meeting up there. God ain't in no crisis meeting up there. He's got this. Hallelujah, full gospel lighthouse. I want you to hear me. God has got this. He said, I'll be there. I'm going to be there. God's got this. He said, he heal me. God's got this. He said, he deliver my sons. He deliver our daughters. He deliver our children. God's got this. And I believe him with everything that is within me. Matthew, will you sing that song, Emmanuel, God with us? Amen. Part two. Woo, hallelujah. It's a bad year for the devil, but it's a good year for you because God is with us and we will see miracles. May this be the year, Sister Anna. It's happening. It's happening, Brother Denny. Hallelujah. Woo. This is him. Mindful of us, what do you see that's worth looking our way? We are free in ways that we never should be. Oh, sweet release from the grips of these chains. Like it just straining from the way my heart no longer can keep from singing. All that is within me cries for you alone. Be glorified, Emmanuel, God with us, and my heart sings. The dead is paid, these chains are gone, be made you will, God with us. Lord, you know our 
Christ don't deserve your glory Still you show A love we cannot afford And like it just straining from the way My heart no longer keep from singing All that is within me cries The debt is paid. Oh, the debt is paid. These chains are gone. Emmanuel. Oh, God, with the, the debt is paid. Oh, the debt is paid. These chains are gone. Time the debt is paid. Oh, the debt is paid. These chains are gone. He made you well. Oh, God, with the let's see it to a bell. And all that is within me cries for you.
Miss. 